and welcome to my podcast, Pure Happy Healthy. I'm Leandra Haupt, I'm your host, and today you get a solo episode with me about a topic that is very dear to my heart and yeah, has shaped me in big terms of my life and also probably my personality. I don't want to put you anymore in excitement, so I'm going to tell you what it is about. Um, it's about my background story of having anorexia long time in my life for many 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 years um, now I feel very good about everything um, about eating and food and I feel like I'm let's say 95% <laughs> healed and recovered from everything so I can speak about it now but yeah it was really shaping in my life and I will talk here a little bit about my whole history with it how it started for me how it unraveled and how I could heal it. And I feel like a lot, a lot of people, a lot of uh, especially females, uh, female or uh, gay friends have a similar, um, yeah, a similar situation that they struggle in whatever way with the topic about food. And um, yeah, I have to say, unfortunately, This is such a big topic in our society and especially in our Western world. It is such a yeah, massive topic where probably, let's say, at least in of the people I know, maybe 80% have or do struggle with at one moment in their life. For some, it stays a bit longer. For some other, it's just a temporary thing. But at one point or the other, I feel like every single person has a relationship with food that is maybe not um, yeah, really healthy or really balanced. Um, yeah, but before I start um, with telling you about my story here i just want to share with you if you haven't noticed yet that i created beautiful 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 earrings about my brand pure happy healthy and it's letters um in hiragana in japanese which means happy on one side and healthy on the other side if you want to see pictures you can go over to my instagram and yeah order them via diam from me and um, yeah I would be so happy <laughs> um, to make you happy and healthy um, and send you a pair of these earrings you find in my post you find further information about the price and everything and you can also just text me on Instagram about it I would love to um, yeah I would love you to subscribe to my channel and please, please, please leave me a five-star review here so I can reach more people with my content um, as I feel it's so important that people talk about these topics and so important to share this information and yeah, help people and inspire people with my content here. So it literally takes not even one minute. So please do me that favor and Uh, leave me a review and share this um, episode with someone who could benefit from it and who maybe struggles with that issue about eating. Yeah, so now we get started and I, as I said, want to tell you a little bit about my background story here, 
how um, my relationship with food was and if you maybe know it from my uh, previous um, yeah podcast episodes I grew up in a household where my parents are really these I wouldn't call them hippies but <laughs> very organic people let's say um, we always every Monday <laughs> we got the Martin's Uko box which means like Uh, farmer martin's organic box came delivered to our house um and that was already like yeah 20 years ago or something or longer um so back then like eating organic food directly delivered from a farmer was really really rare and um yeah our neighbors thought probably were crazy um and my mom would plant her own veggies and fruit in the garden we had like a really wild growing garden with massive trees and like a little bit out of a fairy tale kind of the german fairy tale uh, with kind of like um, fairies and witches in the garden as you can imagine like yeah so that's where how we got our food and um, my parents were really conscious about everything that we ate so there were uh vegetarian which means i also grew up vegetarian which i'm really grateful for now and we only had this um really wholesome really nice good foods now i like it and i really appreciate it but back in the day when you're a child and all your friends get like lasagna and pizza and chocolate and um yeah all that kind of stuff and go to mcdonald's you feel a little bit uh fomo and um yeah i kind of <laughs> also want to just go shopping in a grocery shop and uh, get like the um, yeah cereals and stuff like this so i always felt a bit left out in terms of the food even though i know now that it was such a good intention from my parents and i'm really grateful they gave me such good high quality food um Anyways, back in the day, I wasn't so happy about it. And especially as I grew older, kind of like um, in the age between, let's say, 10, 11, 12, it started that I really wanted to have chocolate, croissant and all that unhealthy stuff. And that's when I um, yeah, had a little bit of pocket money and I would go... Uh, in my lunch breaks or on the way to school on the way back and just would get my own stuff but um, looking back I can also see that this time was really really stressful for me as my parents just separated and um, my dad moved out and my siblings were just born so it was I guess, as I can see it now, a really stressful time for my parents as well. So I could really feel the stress and I had to help a lot in the household, um, especially with my just born uh, siblings who are twins. Um, so I feel like this was a really emotional and difficult time for me. Um, so if I remember back that I was really craving for sweets. And from my perspective now, I obviously know why that is, because when we feel sad or when we feel emotional, um, yeah, left alone, then sugar gives us the comfort that we seek for and that warm feeling of being taken care of and that, yeah, just happy feeling. So sugar was my drug in that uh, time period. And I remember I would just buy like a eight pack of Twix or something and or like other chocolate bars 
and we just eat them in, in like the amount of 15 minutes or something so really binge eating chocolate just to make myself feel better but back in the day I didn't realize that actually my relationship with food has had already turned into something unhealthy because I didn't use the food to nurture myself and didn't use the food for um, yeah, getting the energy that I needed for my day but just filling myself up um, with good feelings and trying to cope with sadness and trying to cope with all that pain that I was feeling in that moment and just to get that short sugar rash that would make me feel better. That kept on for a while that I was eating quite unhealthy and wanted all these sugary processed things and I spent all my pocket money for getting my own groceries so things that <laughs> were unhealthy and not in Martin's Öko box um, and everything that I wanted instead and um, yeah but I still I'm lucky to have a really strong metabolism and to be really active anyway so I never really gained any weight from that I was always naturally slim and and active um, but then when I was 16 I went to United States for a high school exchange and the family where I was staying was um, a very stereotypical family um, like out of the out of the movies or out of the books just as you imagine each of them weigh probably like 150 kilo and their daily routine would be work and then it would come home just sit in front of the TV watch TV all day and then in the evening they would cook a really really unhealthy uh, meal like burgers or pizza with sugar on top like no kidding they would instead of parmesan or cheese they would put always sugar on top of all their um, meals um, so really really unhealthy and the next grocery shops was not even in in reach for me to go there it was like an hour by the car so I couldn't do my own groceries so I was really dependent on that family to get the things that yeah I, I ate and they had all these ready-made microwavable meals so that was really the opposite of what I was used to and so in the first month already I gained eight kilos in one month um, and I could feel like my energy levels were getting lower and I was becoming addicted to all that processed, finished, sugary food and I could really feel how I feel really bad about myself and I lost my motivation to move and it, yeah, it just felt horrible. I could really feel how my overall health was declining so fast and I stayed with that family for almost half a year for like five months or so. I mean, the chemistry was never really right between us. Um, so I also felt really uncomfortable. And then as I felt uncomfortable, I would use eating again to cope with these feelings of being sad again or yeah, unstable in my life and not really feeling good there. And the only thing that I could also do um, in that home, as it was quite isolated, um, when I was bored was eat. So yeah, that's what I would do all day. And then altogether in that five months, I gained 15 kilos. So that was quite a, quite a change from before. And as I've never 
been bigger in my life that was felt really weird for me and I started to feel really uncomfortable and not really good in my body anymore and it wasn't even about also gaining the weight but it was more also about my overall health and my overall energy level and the way I felt and yeah I just felt really gross and demotivated and yeah so I could really see all the impacts that unhealthy foods have on us um, and then I changed my host family and the second family was more aware and they would cook every day and cook healthy and always we had vegetable and fruit in in the house and yeah so that was such a big change for me and I decided that I want to lose all that weight before going back to Germany because I was really embarrassed as well going to the States and everyone had said before already oh if you go to the States you will come back so fat because everyone is fat over there and all these stereotypical pictures that uh, people in Europe have about the US so I, I wanted to prove that at least for me that was wrong and I wanted to lose all that weight again and as my family the second family was really healthy and was um yeah did like my host sister was really active and did sports so did my host brother um so for the first time in my life I started to look at food in a different way and started to look at calories as in this time in the United States there was already the um the law of putting um the nutrients on every single product which wasn't that way in Germany at that time so I could see how many calories each thing had and I didn't even know that before I didn't even really know what a calorie was before um I was like calorie what <laughs> what weird concept is that but yeah so I slowly learned about nutrients I learned about the calories I learned um yeah, I did more sports and I got so motivated seeing how I dropped a lot of kilos actually in a really quick time. And I became so into that flow of eating less and yeah, just feeling good about myself anymore, feeling active, doing sports. And I really slumped down again and f became really toned as I was doing a lot of sports and started to eat really healthy probably healthier than the, the past years in my life before that um so I felt good about myself and I actually lost more weight there than I had once I came to US so I think I lost around 20 kilo again in the next seven months um so I actually returned back to Germany slimmer than I was before and looking better and healthier and I got so many compliments everyone around me was like wow you went to the states we thought you would come back fat but actually you came back uh, skinnier and more toned and uh, more muscular so how did you do that and as you can imagine getting compliments about your look and about uh, yeah your way of life and your way of eating and doing sports feels really good and at that time I was 17 so I also was still really insecure about my body and about everything for me that was really <laughs> sugar for my soul <laughs> fortunately not for my body um so it was really good for me to feel this recognition, which I had also missed at that time in terms of my um, yeah family, as they were quite busy with, still with a separation and uh, my siblings being still so young. So 
looking back, I could also see that my parents probably didn't have the time to really take the care of me emotionally as I would have needed probably or if as I would have wanted in this time. Um, so getting compliments from the outside and getting all that recognition for, as I thought myself, which was basically just for my body. But um, yeah, I thought it was for just being me. And so it made me feel really comfortable. And I was in that flow of losing more weight and really counting the calories and cutting down, cutting down, cutting down. And as you can imagine, then suddenly it feels so good that it's a flow. Suddenly I was really eating less and less and less. And I was sliding slowly into anorexia without even noticing it because it just felt good. I still wasn't really super underweight, but I was just slim and still got the compliments and um, yeah, just slimmed down. And suddenly that became my tool of controlling myself and controlling my body and getting the recognition that I was seeking for and getting yeah, the, the love and the desire of being loved um, from the outside that I had actually wished for for all these years but couldn't find anywhere and couldn't give to myself either. So food was, um, or not eating food, let's put it this way around, was my way of dealing with, with all that emotional, um, yeah, stress, I could say, emotional um, instability. So after coming back from the United States, I also, yeah, was more, um, yeah, I felt more free and wanted to be more independent uh, from my home with my mom where I had moved back to. Um, so me and my mom crashed quite a lot in that time and um, it became so bad that she told me I should move out because she doesn't want to live with me anymore and I'm just causing stress and so she told me I should move out and um, yeah so I tried to find a solution as I was just 17 it wasn't so easy to just move out um, so fortunately I could move in my dad's apartment where he wasn't staying because he lived with his girlfriend at that time but he had the apartment so me and my siblings could come visit every second weekend um, but besides that the flat was free so I decided to move there and um, yeah so I lived alone in that flat for all the next years until I was 19 for almost three years um, so living by myself was really nice but also uh, it became really difficult in terms of the eating because no one noticed that I was eating less and less and less and at my worst time, I ate one small uh, bread, which I uh, like bun, which I even made, <laughs> um, only ate the outside of it, like the crust, and with a slice of um, fat free or like low fat cheese, and then one apple in the evening. So that was everything I ate for maybe like a year or so. So at this time, my energy levels were so low that I hardly even made it up the stairs and I couldn't concentrate at school really. And um, everything I thought about was food. And I was only thinking about when 
is it finally seven o'clock or something when I can finally eat that apple that I was looking forward to all day that was craving for and I stayed so strong because it's it was the control that I felt like I had over myself and over my body and that I am the person that is in full control over myself and my feelings and this feeling of control is a really really big topic and all kinds of eating um, disorders if you have binge eating it's a loss of control if you have anorexia it's the over control of everything um, and if you have bulimia it's like both in combination um, so it's really often a control topic and we tend to get into eating disorders when we uh, feel like our life is out of control because it gives us the opportunity to have control over our body and to have control over our life as we feel. Um, so this is a really common um, cause or really common theme for all eating disorders. So as for me, I felt like I had completely lost the control in my life in terms of, yeah, my family just being very chaotic and um, yeah, I was suffering through the divorce of my parents and my parents having different new partners who I didn't really get along with and then my siblings being really difficult as they were children um, and me having to deal with that and also my emotional, very unstable um, mother. So it was a really difficult time and I had felt like I lost completely control over my life. And my eating disorder gave me back the control, at least as I felt over my body and over my life. And that was the only thing that I could control in this time. Um, so looking back, obviously, I can see all these patterns that have happened there for me. Um, but in that moment, obviously, I wasn't able to see this. I just felt proud of myself. I actually felt good not eating. I felt good starving myself and I felt good when I see that I lost weight again and that my bones were sticking out and I actually felt good about it when I didn't make it up the stairs because I felt so weak but I saw it as a sign of victory that I was so strong that I didn't eat so that I basically failed in in these things. So yeah it had become so bad at one point especially after I finished school <laughs> don't ask me how I did it I did everything at the same time I think another um, sign of or another characteristic of um, anorexia is being perfectionist so I wanted to do everything needed to be perfect and I needed to be the best every with everything I did so I finished school um with second best of the whole um of the whole grade and uh, only had like a massive like super super good grades everywhere and um i at the same time i did um my driver's license um with, and i financed my life by myself because i was working at the same time as well so i wonder how i did everything with um not eating and actually not having energy but i yeah, I just was so perfectionist that I didn't even notice that I really have an issue. 
Um, but then after school, I went to India with some friends. And as it was so hot and I also got a bad stomach infection and I lost more weight after coming back from that, I, for the first time, I realized that I had weakened myself so much um, that I actually wasn't really able to do what I wanted to do anymore. Um, and then I also went to Mexico and it continued there that I constantly got sick from my stomach and I felt really without energy and it, yeah, it got really bad um, with my eating disorder. I ate more than in my worst time, but still not enough to actually supply my body with all the energy and all the nutrient it needed. So I lost hair, my nails were breaking, um, I had a lot of stomach problems, um, digestion problems, um, I obviously always felt weak, I had an iron anemia, so really it manifested in my body that I had a lack of basically everything. And again, it took me so long to realize that actually something was wrong with me or that that wasn't normal, but I had already eaten not normal, let's call it, I, I don't like the word normal, but too less or not efficient or not healthy enough for already four years that I had completely lost any relation to what kind of food do I need, how much do I need, what's good for me. I was constantly starving myself, so I was completely detached from everything that was healthy. And that was the point when my friends also said something to me that for the first time they weren't given compliments anymore. They were saying, hey, we, we worry about you. Do you eat enough? And then that's when kind of like a shame and uh, yeah, like a feeling came to me that I didn't want to talk about it and I tried to hide my eating and I just ate when no one was around and I would not go to invitations of food because I was really scared that people would say something to me also because I was so skinny at that point already. Um, and when I came back from Mexico, it was really obvious that I had a problem. And then that's when really my friends weren't ignoring it anymore. And they spoke with me and also my old professor from school took me aside and asked me if everything was okay, if I needed help. And that was the first time that I actually realized that I need help. And that is the key for really healing is realizing that you need help and that you are allowed to take help. And that is obviously when you have an eating disorder, it's really difficult to accept that because you have that control issue and because you're proud of yourself not eating and because you think everything is okay. So I was telling myself for so long that everything was good what I did and that it was okay um, yeah, to be sick and that I don't want to be healed, wanting to keep in control of everything. And I couldn't really let go of, of the eating disorder because I felt like it was so attached to me already and it had become such a big part of my personality that I was afraid who would I be without the eating disorder. 
Like, who is that person? I, I didn't even know myself anymore without it because my whole day was structured around eating or let's say not eating. Um, I was constantly 24-7 thinking about food. I was thinking what I would eat next. I was thinking about going to the groceries. I was even dreaming about food. I was already in the evening starving and looking forward for the next morning so I could eat. I my All my thoughts would circle around food and me not eating and therefore having that feeling of control and therefore feeling good again, but then suffering at the same time because I obviously knew I was too weak and I just wanted to eat and um, eating was never something that I didn't like in the opposite. It was something that I love and that gave me that emotional satisfaction and that feeling of being full and the feeling of being nurtured. But I, yeah, I couldn't give it to myself because of, yeah, all the all the reasons that got in the way. So, um, yeah, I um, realized that I had an issue, and that is the first step, as I said, to healing. You need to realize yourself that you have actually an issue, and be open to get help and be open to heal. So for me, that looked like I um, got into a clinic actually for three months um, just before moving to Berlin and starting my studies here because I knew if I was going to move to Berlin and starting my studies, I would probably not be able to handle everything um, if I would not gain weight and if I would not overcome this eating disorder which had already like, yeah, really took all my energy and made me so weak that I could hardly like live from day to day. Just to give you a short impression, I weighed 46 kilo with one meter 77. So this is, yeah, not really healthy as you can imagine. So anyways, I um, yeah went to that clinic and that was really difficult because you suddenly have to eat a lot and you get therapy and um, you get um, yeah you get introduced again to a regular eating schedule and to an eating schedule that let's say normal people have or practice um, three meals a day, two little snacks in between. And for me, that seemed like no freaking way that people eat so much. Like what is happening? Me with my two tiny meals a day, um, like snacks rather, let's call them. For me, that was really weird to see that actually that was the amount that my body needed. And yeah, it comes hand in hand with having stomach problems again and digestive issues and then also the emotional stress that you have when you have to give up the control and also have to rely on other people and even have to rely on other people for help. That was such a new concept for me because I was always so strong. I was doing all the things that I wanted to do by myself. I was independent. I yeah, I wasn't even dependent from my parents for money as I was working by myself um, and living by myself. For me, that 
whole concept on relying on someone else and um, yeah just basically it was giving up for me and that was a really painful feeling which I had to go through um, but yeah long story short I went to that clinic and I definitely didn't fully heal there but I gained some kilos so I could leave the clinic with stable weight um, still underweight but um, yeah stable and um, having an idea of what it is to eat <laughs> regularly and uh, let's call it normal portions but then actually in the time after when I moved to Berlin and started my studies that's actually when my real healing started my healing journey because sometimes people don't look like they have an eating disorder but inside their mind there is the problem and I would say an eating disorder really manifests in the way you think about food and the way you practice it not in terms of your body you could be super um average weight or I don't like the word average because there is no average but like a normal BME as they say um, and you could still have an eating disorder um, and especially with people with bulimia you don't really see because often they are not super underweight they're normal weight um, or even overweight and you don't see that they have a problem so really it's all in the mind And in the mindset, that's where your eating disorder mostly mostly is. So that's when actually the real healing and but also my struggle journey started because it was full of guilt and and shame about eating and still being insecure and knowing that I need to eat more, but then also um, having these control issues still or having the fear of losing control in my life and it is such a long journey and as I said I'm 95% healed but sometimes there's still that little voice in my head saying oh you ate too much today tomorrow you should eat less or oh, today you shouldn't have eaten this because this is not good for you And now I know how to deal with this voice and now I, um, yeah, I have been stable with my weight for the past, let's say, yeah, 10, 8 to 10 years and I know now what's good for my body and I've established a really healthy way of eating and became quite relaxed about it. Um, but it is a journey and there are doctors that say, um, if you are, let's say you are sick for, um, or you have eating disorder for five years, it takes you 10 years to fully get out of it. So it's the, it's double, but I think you can manage faster. Obviously, obviously, if you really actively go the path of healing and if you're open for it, that's the most important point. As I said, you have to be open and willing to go the healing journey. And I think you can only do that if you work on your self-worth and if you work on the issue that lays beneath it. And as I was saying in the beginning as well, for me, it was really not getting attention or not feeling seen and feeling um, emotionally neglected. And food 
was a way to compensate that for me. First, it was to fill me up and to make me happy in terms of unhealthy food and sugar. So I was binge eating um, and that really fueled me with the love I thought that I need and the care and the well-being. Um, and then it was not giving me all that self-love and not giving me what I needed and controlling my life and wanting to control everything about it and because of the lack of of control in my life and also the fear of who would I be without the eating disorder because we get at one point um, we get all the compliments about our body as I was getting when I came back from the US and I got all these compliments on how good I look how slim I was so I started to identify with my look and with my body and I just want to stress that was before I modeled, before I was ever before a camera probably. So people often think that this is really highly connected to modeling and I think if you start really early with modeling, it can definitely be a trigger. But as for me, as I want to stress again, I started the modeling when I was actually basically healed already and um, was really stable with my eating and yeah as I said I, I'm always I'm naturally really slim and really active and muscular so I got lucky with that um, so that was when I was back in my normal body shape um, but I think if I would have started earlier especially in the time when I wasn't really well that would have definitely been a trigger for me but Looking back now, I think modeling was actually part of my healing journey because I, as a, as a model, sometimes you get objectified because you get judged for your body. And I learned with that, that I am not my body, that I am so much more than just my body. And for me, that was really part of my healing journey that I saw, okay, um, my body is beautiful and I um, get booked as a model and people like my body, but there is so much more behind that. And it's basically, there is my mind and there's my soul and then there is my body. So for me, that really gave me um, the opportunity to identify myself with more than just my body. And that's just my personal journey with the modeling. I cannot speak for everyone here, but um, often people think, oh, you did the modeling and that's when it triggers your, um, you being focused on your body or your anorexia. But no, like um, I think sometimes modeling is judged too fast and put down for me. It was really, really helpful. And also giving, starting to give myself Mm, yeah seeing the beauty in myself that I had never seen before because I never get that recognition for myself before that's why I ate so much because I needed to fill myself up with love and recognition and everything and through modeling I got that desire that of being loved and being pretty and being wanted and Therefore, I took that for me and put it into my healing journey and could at one point give it to myself because I started to see that I'm beautiful and I started to love my body with that, which without the modeling, I would have maybe not achieved so fast. So modeling was really 
uh, something really, really good for me in this way. So I just want to change their perspective a little bit here on how people um, yeah, see the modeling. Maybe you know it from my previous episodes. I, um, I'm really fan of intuitive eating. I'm a really, really healthy eater, as most of you who know me know. Um, I would not let any sugar in my body, as I know now from my past as well, that uh, sugar is really um, addictive and sugar is really just um, yeah, filling your emotional needs and filling a blank that is actually a lack of emotional self-care and emotional love that you should be able to give to yourself so I'm not letting any sugar in my life um, at one point you're I'm, I'm not even craving it anymore I just can give myself so much love that I don't have the craving for giving myself that love or that feeling um, that feeling of feeling good um, through sugar so and I also don't drink. I do not drink alcohol because, um, partly for the same reason, I don't want to do any fuel in my body with something unhealthy um, that just makes me feel good about myself for a little bit. But then you crash the next day. So I really want to be in a state of always naturally feeling good and feeling healthy and feeling really aligned um, with my body and soul and just putting good things in my body um yeah so i would say i um eat 95% of the whole time i eat really healthy and good and then 5% of the time i eat uh yeah a little, maybe a little bit unhealthy things but that has been a really good recipe for me i don't want to cut myself down if i really want something but naturally that doesn't really happen anymore so for me um I could really take advantage of this whole journey and now I know what foods are healthy and what is good for me and I know all the nutrients but now without counting the calories and without um, planning my day ahead what I should eat and when I can eat next and because as I said the healing really starts in your mind. The healing comes when you don't focus all your attention about food anymore but when you eat when you're hungry and when you know what's good for your body and when you fuel your body with the food that it actually needs and wants and the healthy foods that make you feel good afterwards without filling an emotional gap and therefore you feel make you feel good because food should supply us with minerals and with the vitamins and everything and the energy that we need but not fuel us with um, emotional desire that we put upon the food. Um, so for me, the, the whole process of healing was so valuable because now I know my body so well and I established that self-love. And you might have heard a lot of times already that the um, yeah our biggest problems in life our biggest obstacle are also our biggest chance in life and for me that has really become true with the eating disorder I obviously struggled so many years of my life with this and um, I could call it I lost a lot of years I mean the time in the clinic which was three months and then thinking about food non-stop and yeah not being 
open and not taking place in any activities because I felt so weak or because I excluded myself socially from it. Um, of course, I could say I lost a lot of years, but this was my biggest learning lesson so far. And it still is because I know now when I get these triggers, when I think I've eaten too much or something wrong today, that I know that I have that control issue maybe coming up or that something is wrong in terms of my mindset that I need to have a further look in there. And that actually is a sign from my mind and from my body that it tells me, hey, you need to look a little bit deeper here and you still got a little bit of work here to do um, in order to really go on that journey from healing. Um, and I am so incredibly grateful now to be able to lead a normal life and to not constantly think about food and to intuitively eat what is good for me and to have all that knowledge about the healthy food and yeah to also share my experience now and here and um, yeah with other people to inspire others that healing this is possible and also that you are not alone Because as I said before, most people I know have struggled or do struggle in their life at least at one moment with this topic about food. And even if you think you do not have any issue about food, but you constantly uh, want sugar or eat, eat sugar all the time, you do have an eating disorder in, in some way because you compensate your emotions with food. And obviously... A lot of people use food because food is something we do daily or we have to do daily in order to survive. And it is one of the easiest ways to compensate things or to put so much um, meaning and so much emotional meaning on it because it is, um, yeah, it means nurturing. It means nurturing yourself. And I think from a perspective of being able to give love to myself now, I am able to nurture my body with really good and healthy food. And I think that is also connected to the topic of self-love. Because when you do not love yourself, you probably do not fuel your body with things that are good for you. Um, because maybe you think you don't deserve it. Maybe you think you don't deserve to feel good and feel healthy. Maybe... Um, You don't care so much about yourself and that really is always a reflection. How you eat is a reflection of how you think about yourself. And I love my body now and I want to treat my body and my soul in the best way possible. This is why I I am vegetarian and I try to eat as organic as I can and I mostly eat um Yeah, veggies and fruits and organic uh, dairy. So I really take good care of my body. I sleep well a lot of hours and um, yeah, just take good body care um, because I want to nurture my body and I want to nurture my soul because I know the value of it now and I know how important it is and how it's all connected. So the anorexia was one of my biggest life lessons so far. And I really 
Um, yeah, I hope I could inspire some of you with my story here um, to maybe if you're in it at the moment um, to reach out and seek conversation about it because you are really, you're not alone. And if you want to get in touch about this topic, I'm more than happy to chat with you about it without any judgment. And um, yeah, I want to encourage you to get help. It sometimes people think oh when I go to a clinic it's a sign of weakness it's um I'm not strong I yeah can't do that it means I'm I'm weird I'm sick whatever no it means that you are strong enough to seek for help which is the best thing that you can do because sometimes we don't get out of these situations by ourselves anymore and there's nothing wrong with seeking help in the opposite we are here on this planet to help each other and we are community without each other nothing would work um besides you live in the woods really far up but then you wouldn't even probably listen to this podcast because you would need a phone or something to 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 buy and like some internet connection to listen to it so we are all dependent on each other and each other's work and therefore it's okay And good that you reach out for other people to help you who maybe have been through that experience. So yeah, um, please feel free to reach out to me or to someone who you trust, to your friends, to your family and talk about this topic because um, yeah, it's it's nothing to you need to be scared of or um, to be afraid that people will laugh at you or not take you serious. I made the opposite experience. Once you open up and share this topic and speak about it, uh, people share their experience with it. And you will be surprised how many people have struggled at one point or the other with this topic. I even later on found out that my even my parents have a history of eating disorders so also that can be a cause that maybe in your family it is already somewhere there and you uh, took it basically in your upbringing or in your genes um, so I think that was also part of me um, having seen that on, on my mom especially or um, with my dad and his childhood or his youth so um, yeah I know um Yeah, that it can, you can just adapt it from your family as well. And please, please, please share this episode with someone who might be affected and who could see some value in this and or screenshot, put it on your Instagram and tag me. I will repost you if you do so. Um, it's so important we talk about this topic and we spread the news. And um, yeah, I <laughs> um, just want to say that um, it's possible for everything to heal. Believe in yourself. I've made my way through this and I grew as a human and I feel so much better than I ever have in my life. And I can appreciate so much being healthy and eating healthy and eating good and having all that wisdom and knowledge about it now so believe in yourself you can do it it's possible and I want to send you so much love and I thank you so much for being here and listening to me until the end <laughs> if you're still here um, and yeah um, hope to hear from you in one or the other way much love to you <laughs>